Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope, your host, Shane. Today, we're going to talk about compassion. We really believe that there needs to be more compassion, more love and kindness towards the world. Jason has an amazing thing at the end. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Yeah, I, I, I like you, Shane. I think the world needs more compassion. And really, like we can exercise this and make it stronger. And so Shane gives some amazing, amazing uh, tips on how to get more compassion, find more compassion. And, uh, and then I finish off with a, a cool little treat that is my first time doing it. So really, I hope that you enjoy this episode. Me and Shane try really hard to, to get the content. And without you guys, we could not have this podcast. So thank you so much for everybody listening. If nobody listened to this, me and Shane wouldn't do it anymore. And so we are truly, truly grateful for all of you. And we have compassion on you. And so we love you. We send our well wishes. But for now, sit back and enjoy this awesome episode. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope podcast. We are going to be talking today about compassion. I want to start off with a quote, and it's by the Dalai Lama. He is considered the highest spiritual leader in Tibet. And he says, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. So I think the, the idea is that if you want anyone to be happy, including yourself or anyone that you come in contact with, you simply practice compassion. Um, you know, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about what, what job or what responsibilities does one have that I could relate to that would make me feel like that person has compassion. And instantly when I thought about it, I thought of a nurse. If you think about a nurse, when you go to the hospital and you're there for a while, a nurse is always going to greet you with respect, with kindness, with a smile, with words of encouragement. They never judge you. Uh, they're very confident in what they do. They're very resilient in all of the things that they have to do. And they help you reduce stress. They empathize with you. All of these things a nurse does. But above everything, that's that to me is what compassion really is. They don't, they, they're not judging you for why you're at the hospital and they do some of the jobs that probably you and I don't necessarily want to do, <laughs> um, but they do it because they're compassionate with every person they come in contact with. So I just, I wanted to share that because I thought, you know, for me, compassion really is a nurse that they exemplify a uh, compassion is a compassionate person perfectly um, because of all the things that I've outlined that they do. Um, compassion is an emotion that allows us to sort of feel the or share the suffering of another person. Um, that I think that's why a nurse is so good at what they do is because they can feel that and sense when you have pain or when you're getting better and all of those things. And it's just showing kindness to those 
to people around us. Um, I have another quote by Lily Aldridge. She's an American model. And she says, I'm hopeful for a world with more love, acceptance and compassion for others. And I completely agree with Lily. I yeah. wake up every day and hope that our world becomes more kind and accepting and more loving towards everybody and compassionate towards other people. I love that. I really do. I, I totally agree with that as well. And, and so, so this is kind of how I wanted to start. Would you describe yourself as compassionate? Well, if you don't, uh, I think even if you don't necessarily believe you are compassionate, you have shown compassion before either when a friend or a family member has been ill, kind of like your, your analogy with, with the nurse, right? Like if you've had somebody that's been sick in your family, you have compassion for that person. You just have to, how how could you not? They're, they're suffering. Right. And so, um, an author, Daniel Goleman said, true compassion means not only feeling another's pain, but also being moved to help relieve it. And I thought that was great because that's exactly what compassion is, right? Like if somebody's hurting, we're, we're also wanting to go and help them, right? Not just allow them to sit and suffer and, and whatever it is that they're suffering in, whether that be an actual illness or a mental illness or something we can see, maybe something we can't see, right? Because sometimes there's people that are suffering with stuff that we can't see right. on the outside. And so um, anyway, I really like that quote. The dictionary definition is this, sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. And I think it's exactly what you said, right? Like that's, that is the very definition of compassion. Mm -hmm. Cal Berkeley did a study on compassion and this is what they found. Uh, There are four parts to compassion, bringing attention or awareness to recognizing that there is suffering, the cognitive, right? Mm-hmm. feeling emotionally moved by that suffering, so the, uh, effective, wishing there to be relief from that suffering, which is intentional, and a readiness to take action to relieve that suf- suffering, which is the motivation or motivational. Mm-hmm. And so that that's kind of how they broke it out, is, is like, it's, it's like that. So I think of compassion like a muscle. And we talked about, you know, working our muscles, right? Mm-hmm. If you exercise it, it can become stronger. So if you don't consider yourself compassionate, like the question I asked, then you can exercise that and become stronger. If we don't, it will weaken and atrophy. That is how compassion works. If we don't work on it, then we'll consider ourselves not compassionate. Uh, You were probably never taught in school you could work on your inner skills, such as compassion. So here's the great news. We can work on it. We can work on these types of skills. The things that we lack, we, we can make them stronger by exercising them. And so that's kind of how I wanted to start this uh, discussion today. That's awesome. My next quote is by Neil deGrasse Tyson. He is an American astrophysicist. Whew, that was a tough <laughs> word to say, but he is amazing. He says, for me, I am driven by two main philosophies. No more today about the world than I knew yesterday and lessen the suffering of others. You'd be surprised how far that gets you. I just thought that Mm. was so awesome that 
he lives his life by those two philosophies. And I, I honestly believe if we have more, um, if we focus more on others, our life is going to be so much better. It just really is. I'm glad you, your segue kind of leads into what I was going to talk about next is a few things about how we can develop more compassion and things, just some simple things that we can do um, that will allow us to develop more passion. We all have it. We just sometimes we need to awaken it within ourselves. Again, I'm going to go back to the Dalai Lama because I, I love what he says. And um, so he says, you, you should have a morning ritual. And I'm going to quote him here. He says, today, I am fortunate to have woken up. I am alive. I have a precious human life. I am not going to waste it. I am going to use all my energies to develop myself, to expand my heart out to others, to achieve enlightenment for the benefit of all beings. I'm going to have kind thoughts towards others. I am not going to get angry or think badly about others. I am going to benefit others as much as I can. And I love that because he says every day he wakes up and he says that to himself. I don't quite say all of that every day. I wake up and say, happy new day, you know, welcome. I'm glad you and I are meeting because you're a new day and I have the opportunity to do whatever I can today. Now I'm gonna change my, my thinking a little bit in what I read with the Dalai Lama is that I'm gonna not just focus on what I can do, but how I can help others, how, how I can benefit other people. I want to show more compassion towards other people and I think one way that I can do it is by looking at looking at the differences in others, but realizing that's okay. Because I also want to recognize the commonality that we have between each other. Don't focus solely on the differences. Focus on the common things that we have. Um, I, I found an interesting thing by the, it's called the Ode Magazine. And they, they tell us five steps for five exercises or steps that we can do every, every time we meet a new person. Step number one, you can ask yourself, just like me, this person is seeking happiness in their life. Pretty easy question to ask. And that's true. Every person is seeking happiness in their life. Step number two, just like me, this person is working to avoid suffering in their life. Pretty simple again. They are. Nobody wants to suffer. No. Um, so step three, just like me, this person has known sadness, loneliness, and despair. And I thought that was great because every one of us has felt these things. But when we meet people, you have to know that every person has felt sadness, loneliness, despair, but they've also felt happiness. Um, step four, just like me, this person is seeking to fill their, their needs. And step five, just like me, this person is learning about life. And I thought that was interesting to share because every one of us is different, but we all have common things. And all of these things that I just outlined are common. Every one of us is learning about life. Every one of us has felt despair, hardship. Every one of us is seeking happiness. But if we look at those, those common things that you and I have, then we can develop compassion towards other people. That is awesome. That is awesome. 
I love that that you had five things because it's interesting. I I actually came up with five things as well. <laughs> so so it's so interesting when you and I you know do these, and especially now where we don't even talk about it. Right. Uh, we kind of come up with some commonalities. But before I get to those five things, I wanna I wanna say this quote real quick by Rupi Cower. He's a Canadian poet, and he said, "How you love yourself is how you teach others to love you," and that's compassion, right? And so we, we've got to start internally to show compassion on ourselves, to love ourselves before we can help to show others how to love us. And so I, I think it really starts internally. So here's my five things. First one, practice forgiveness. How big is that on compassion? Allow yourself to forgive yourself for shortcomings. And it, like I said, it's not just forgiveness to others, but it's forgiveness to yourself as well. And so I give you permission to not be perfect and make mistakes. Make them. It's fine. I give you permission to do that. We're all going to make them. But just forgive yourself for those things, right? Don't beat yourself up over them. That's your ego talking, uh, and which is not you. Your ego is not you. Just remember that. You are a spiritual being. Second thing, employ a growth mindset. If you have a fixed mindset, this limits you as a human being and your, and your happiness, right? You, you, you're not allowed to grow if you don't have a growth mindset. We are meant to grow. That's why we were created. Do you see obstacles as death traps or as opportunities to grow and learn? How do you see it? Third thing, use generosity. This is your opportunity to share your gifts with others. When you give freely, it, it really helps. It helps you. It helps them. It helps everybody. Thus, you have compassion. Do you put yourself in a box? No. Do you put others in a box? No. So let's use generosity as a way to, to help exercise that compassion. Uh, fourth thing, be mindful. Be in the moment without judgment or labeling. Be aware of what's going on around you. And really, that's it, right? Be mindful. Be, be right now. What's going on right this moment? Fifth thing, express gratitude. We have talked a lot about gratitude, but I truly believe um, the power of gratitude. When we fall into gratitude, our hearts are able to love and show compassion more. Uh, I heard about this thing the other day called a gratitude walk, and it was really interesting because it's it's. Uh, and you've probably done this, Shane, right? Like go with, on a walk with your family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, together. But the gratitude walk is as you're on that walk, you are simply thinking of all the things that are surrounding you. I'm grateful for the trees. I'm grateful for sunshine. I'm grateful for the people I'm surrounded by. I'm grateful for beautiful mountains or valleys or streams or whatever it is you're walking around. That's what a gratitude walk is. It's just simply thinking about everything that's surrounding you and being grateful for it as you're walking. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. So I had mentioned the Dalai Lama and his morning routine, and I wanna wanna also encourage each one of us to look at an evening routine, which is that before we go to bed, take a few minutes and reflect on our day. You know, we wanna start the day off great. We wanna have a good day. We wanna help others, but think about what you did throughout the day. Think about the people you met or you talked with. How did you treat them? 
How did they treat you? Think about the, maybe you had goals when you woke up and did you meet those goals? Do you need to readjust and, and work hard tomorrow to accomplish that goal? Did you act with compassion towards every person that you met? And then think about how, how do you feel about the day? What went well? What could you adjust? What did you learn from your experiences? All of those things. I think it's important to take a step back, not only in the morning to say, I wanna start my day off right, but in the evening when I'm getting ready for bed, think about the day and think about what did I really do? And think about all the people that you met or spoke with and did you really show compassion towards them? Were you showing gratitude towards them like you were saying? Think about all of the people that you interact with every day. There's a lot of people and some days there's not a lot of people, but on the days where you have a lot of interaction with people, imagine how better the world would be if we would just drop all the judgments of others and think they really are good people. Yeah. And, and then when we reflect on them at night, we could be showing gratitude towards them by saying, you know what, they really are good people. And I did show compassion towards them. And maybe we had a disagreement, but in the end, we came to an agreement. And I, I honestly think if we show more compassion towards everybody we come in contact with, the world would be an amazing place, even better than it is. My last quote is by Steve Marabelli. He's a speaker, an author, and a behavioral scientist. We've quoted him quite a few times. Maybe someday he'll be on our podcast. But he says, I find the best way to love someone is not to change them, but instead help them reveal the greatest version of themselves. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that quote. We are not in the business to change each other. You are the master of your life. Jason and I can't change who you really are. We can't even be really your mentor. You could listen to us, but ultimately it comes to you to make that decision to be the greatest version of yourself that you can ever be. That has to come from within you. In order to share more compassion, that has to come from within you. And so I would encourage you, each one of us who's hearing this, to have a morning routine where you want to start the day right, an evening routine where you reflect on what you've done and become the greatest version of yourself you could ever be. I 100% agree, Shane. I, I couldn't have said that any better, honestly. <laughs> uh, and I, I totally agree with that. So... Shane's quoted the Dalai Lama a lot, and I actually have a quote from the Dalai Lama. Imagine that. He, he's an amazing, I mean, he's amazing when it comes to compassion. Um, but he said this, love and compassion are necessities, not luxuries. Without them, humanity cannot survive. We have to have love and compassion. It's, it's not a cho choice. We just have to have it. The world needs more of it. So me and Shane love doing exercises and we love doing different things. And so I, I, I came across this, uh, this study that had been done at Stanford 
And the study was on uh, compassion and meditation and how closely they're related. So with that being said, I'm going to do my first ever meditation with all of you guys. And so I really want you guys to, to, if you're, hopefully you're not driving <laughs> and can do this, but if you are driving, I, I'd love for you to, to, to do this, you know, at some point, uh, go back and re-listen to this and, and really take part in this, um, this, uh, meditation that I have for everybody. Here we go. I'd like, I'd like you guys to get settled in and, and just relax here. Um, I want you to really hear the sound. Uh, so hopefully you can hear my voice and hear the sound at the same time. So close your eyes and sit comfortably with your feet flat on the floor and your spine straight. Now relax your whole body. Keep your eyes closed throughout the whole visualization and bring your awareness inward without straining or concentrating just relax and gently follow the instructions take a deep breath in hold it and breathe out keeping your eyes closed i want you to think of a person close to you who loves you very much it could be someone from the past or the present someone still in life or who has passed. It could be a spiritual teacher or a guide. Imagine that person standing on your right side, sending you their love. That person is sending you wishes for your safety, for your well-being and happiness. Feel the warm wishes and love coming from that person towards you. Now, bring to mind the same person or another person who cherishes you deeply. Now imagine that person standing on your left side, sending you wishes for your wellness, for your health and happiness. Feel the kindness and warmth coming to you from that person. Now imagine that you are surrounded on all sides completely encircled by all the people who love you and have loved you. Picture all of your friends and loved ones surrounding you. They are, they are sending you wishes for your happiness, well-being, and health. Bask in the warm wishes and love coming from all sides, completely surrounded by love. You are filled and overflowing with warmth and love. Now bring your awareness back to the person standing on your right side, that first person. What I want you to do is begin to send the love that you feel back to that person, to that individual. You and this person are similar. Just like you, this person wishes you to be happy Send all of your love and warm wishes to that person. I want you to repeat this phrase in your mind. And I'll give you a second to repeat it. But the phrase is, 
May you live with ease. May you be happy. May you be free from pain. Now, focus your awareness on the person standing on your left side, that second person. Begin to direct the love within you to that person. Send all your love and warmth to that person. That person and you are alike. Just like you, that person wishes to have a good life. Again, repeat the, this phrase in your mind. Just as I wish to, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you live with ease and happiness. Now picture another person that you love, perhaps a relative or a friend. This person, like you, wishes to have a happy life. Send warm wishes and love to that person. And repeat this phrase in your mind. May your life be filled with happiness, health, and well-being. Now I want you to think of an acquaintance, somebody that you don't know very well and toward whom you don't have any particular feeling, maybe a coworker. You and this person are alike in your wish to have a good life. Send all your well wishes and well-being to that person and repeat this phrase in your mind, just as I wish to May you also live with ease and happiness. Now bring to mind another acquaintance from whom you feel neutral. Could be a neighbor or someone else that you see around but don't know very well. Like you, this person wishes to experience joy and well-being in his or her life. Send good wishes and well-being to that person and repeat this following phrase in your mind. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be free from all pain. Now expand your awareness and picture the entire globe in front of you as a little ball. I want you to send warm wishes to all living beings on the globe who, like you, want to be happy. And you're going to repeat this phrase in your mind. Just as I wish to, may you live with ease, happiness, and good health. Take a deep breath in and breathe out. Take another really deep breath in 
Hold it and let it go. Release. Notice the state of your mind and how you are feeling at this moment. I want you to take a look inward. Do you feel love? Do you feel happy? Do you wish goodness and kindness and compassion towards every single person you know, don't know, the entire world? Just take that look inward. Now I want you to take one more deep breath in. Hold it and release. Let it go. Now just sit there and relax for just a second. When you're ready, you may open your eyes. Now, Shane, I want you to describe what you're feeling right now. Um, a lot of peace and uh, very calm, uh, truly a lot of love, um, not just for people I was thinking about, what, but for I feel love myself, like I'm feeling like I'm loved and um, yeah, just very calm and relaxed. <laughs> I love it. And I want to close with this. It's a quote by an author, Judy Bloom. And she said, our fingerprints don't fade from the lives we touch. This is Sprinkled with Hope. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. If you like our podcast, please give us a review or rating.